0: I don't wanna play Uno just for fun. If you're gonna sit at the table and play Uno with me, then and, and we just having fun, just go 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 somewhere else. Cause I'm playing to win. I'm not trying to be cute. I'm not trying to I'm not trying oh, good job. No, I'm trying to I'm trying to it's win. A game. No, and, it's a game. and a game has rules. Why? So that at the end of the game, there's a winner and there's a loser. Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Growing in Love podcast. My name is Austin.
1: I'm Bria Smith,
0: and we're back at it for episode four, which is crazy. Episode four.
1: Episode four. God is good.
0: He is good. <laughs> I sound like I've been screaming. Um, yeah. You know.
1: Sounds a lot better now, though. Cause yeah. a couple of days ago, sound like didn't the even Batman.
0: Sound like the Dark Knight. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs>
1: But you just keep talking You keep talking You've had two speaking engagements Mm -hmm. What, yesterday, one today, one yesterday Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah Yeah. You know, but we just out here trusting God Out here trusting God (laughs) Well, we're excited to be back with you guys um, on this episode We're going to be uh, talking about something I think that's going to be really um, applicable to a lot of people Especially on social media land um, we're talking about unrealistic expectations in marriage. Mm. That could get really spicy.
1: It can. There's, that, that there's a lot that goes into that topic. But before we get into that topic, we mm-hmm. are going to ask the question that we've been asking at the beginning of every podcast episode. And that is, what are you growing through? What are you growing through slash what are you going through? So, babe, I'm going to let you kick off. You're going to let me go um, first this time? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, right now, I think just growing through getting uh, some mini-projects done mm-hmm. um, and just thinking through stuff for next year yeah. or 2024, um, wanting to um, get a couple things done and revamp some stuff for myself when it comes to speaking. Yeah. Um, just mm-hmm. like mini-projects, you know? Yeah. Um, realizing I can't do everything in one day, though. Know, yes. So, but also pushing myself, I think that's another thing. Just like, yeah, it's easy to be like, Oh, you know, you need to rest. And that, that is good. Right. Yeah. I think rest is good. But also realizing that like some things aren't going to get done until you just do it.
1: Yeah. Don't be complacent. Yeah.
0: You can't just like, Oh yeah, I'll I'll get to it. I'll get to it before you know it's March. And before you know it, then it's June. It's like, Oh, I have to do it next year. Yeah. So, you know, just pushing myself and, um, just working on a couple of things I'm, I'm excited about. So, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I love that. Um, mine is kind of similar and I think it's just because it is. So right now today It is December 29th, I believe, December 30th. So it is almost uh, 2024. And around this time, it's usually when everybody is thinking about their New Year's goals and their resolutions. And I've really just been doing a lot of reflecting and reflecting on the past year and seeing, okay, well, did I reach the goals that I set for myself in 2023? And if I think about it, I don't think I really set a lot of goals in 2023 for myself. I think because this year, So much has happened in the past, like, two to three years, uh, 2020, 2021, Mm. and 2022, where I was just like, you know what, God, I really don't know what this year is about to hold, Um, but I just want to show it for myself, and I don't know, like from October to now, so much has happened. And I think I've been asking myself, like, why did I wait till October to start doing things that are forcing me to grow, like to get out of my comfort zone, and really to start showing up for myself? And how much further could I have been if I would have done this at the beginning of 2023? But what I'm growing through right now is just allowing myself grace, like giving myself grace. Like Mm. you made it through this year. Like God has graced you through this year. And yeah, you may have started in October, but at least you started and it's okay to start and don't put so much pressure on yourselves to be at a certain place at a certain time. Mm. Um, Like God is the author of time. So, yeah, you have time, but you have to do it. Like as long as you start and you continue like if it's a everyday thing. If you do a little bit every day, eventually you will get to where you mm-hmm. are supposed to go. So ex- just like you were saying, you know, you feel like you have a lot of things to do. I feel like God is calling us to a lot of different things in 2024, but I'm allowing God to set the pace this yeah. time. Yeah. Um I think a lot of times we try to just go as fast as possible, but one thing that I've learned is I want to be able to sustain everything that God has given me yeah. um, and not to grow unhealthy, but to grow healthy. Um, and I think that's allowing God to develop you throughout the process. So, yeah, I'm just giving myself grace, allowing God to set the pace and not putting pressure on myself to do things in a certain time. Yeah, Because um, you just never know what God wants to do through you. And I have learned that God knows best. He like does. the older you get, the more you realize. Like, <laughs> listen, I may not know everything, but I know that God knows, and so if I could just trust and lean into God, um, I'll be okay. I'm gonna be all
0: right. That's the word.
1: We gonna be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, God is so um. God is still gracing me through music as well. So that is something else that I'm growing through. Um, A lot of people don't want to be transparent, especially Christian or believers. You know, I don't listen to um, Maverick City every day. I also do know that um, there's a lot in music, especially nowadays. So you have to be very careful. But that is something that God is gracing me through. Um, Just had to add that in there. So, yeah. You were funny. Had to be real with the
0: people. I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of real, I think this one's going to get real. Um, I'm excited to talk about this one because um, you recently had a comment on your TikTok. First of all,
1: your oh, t- your
0: TikTok has been um, like hibachi. A hibachi. You know when you go to the Japanese restaurant and they cook in front of you, yeah, you know, like the fire volcano. It'd be like on. Whoosh, like, wow! Like cooking. I mean,
1: is that a good thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. It's a good thing. <laughs> okay.
0: But now nah, you you're doing you doing your big one on TikTok right now? Okay. You got Thank you you know. gotta give you flowers. Thanks. You know, you said that once you start to get like consistent on it, yeah, you really believe that God was gonna breathe on it, and, and he has. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. If y'all hear me coughing in this episode again, right? forgive me. Is but, not right? You know, but on one of your videos, someone had asked this question. Because you had posted um, something about me planning, right? Mm-hmm. And they ask you, "What prayer did you pray for this man?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you want to you want to give like context for people who haven't seen the video, and then um, yeah, kind of go into because I think it's a good segue on where we're going to so the with expectations. This, yeah, with this conversation,
1: that makes sense. So the TikTok that. Austin is referring to is a TikTok where I show just kind of like a snippet of his office where he pretty much has planned out, you know, just his expectations for the year and just goals for him and our family. And I love that Austin does this. He's been doing this for a while, too. Um, just the planner in him and just being able to truly lead our family in that way and to hear from God is very important, but I did not know that the video was going to get that much traction. And I realized that, um, a lot of people are just really wanting their person to lead, whether they are in a relationship with someone that they're married to and they want them and they desire their husband to lead, Mm. um, or if they aren't married and that's just something that they are expecting from their person, which I get it, um, leading, having your husband lead, especially as a man of God, is very important for your household. And that is the structure that God has intended for um a godly marriage, right? However, in that video I made a follow up video to that, um, to the comment that was asked, which was what prayer did you pray? And I think that's funny, but I realize that some people do think that. Like people think that, oh, well, they must have prayed some type of prayer to have this man. And one I would just say this for one, too. Um, it is also this type of thing where people think that um, a man is like a, rewarder, a reward for people who are uh, doing certain things in the kingdom. One, I don't think a man is a reward. Um, I didn't pray any type of prayer. I just kind of trusted God in the situation. But one thing that I said in that video was that, I believe that one of the most simplest things that you can do is ask God for discernment for that so that you know who the person is when he sends them. Right, you should be able to. You should ask God for discernment for that because there's going to be a lot of people who try to come into your life, and people who may even have a relationship with God. But just because somebody has a relationship with God doesn't mean that that is your person, right? There was other people that I used to date too that also had a relationship with God, but they were not my person. So that just cannot be the standard, right? If you have a relationship with God, that can't be the standard. If somebody comes to you and they're like, "Hey, can we go to church?" that just cannot be the standard. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you really just have to ask the Holy Spirit to lead you. Um, when it comes to your husband, you know, ask him for discernment, ask him to lead you when it comes to your relationship, ask for grace through the relationship, because a lot of people think that your person is going to come perfectly packaged the way that you think that he should come. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to come that way. A lot of times he won't. And, you know, in our situation, we got married very young, so yeah. At 23 and 24, there was a lot of things that God really had to show us. God had to show my husband how to lead. He didn't come knowing how to lead in a marriage. He's never been married before. How can he come into a relationship knowing how to lead? Mm. Um, especially at the year age of 23, God had to really show him that, and he had to allow God um, to lead him in that way and to allow God to transform him and his mind, right? And I had to do the same thing. As a woman, you also have to ask God for the grace to let your husband lead because there's a lot of women who are very independent who, even if God gave you a man who knew how to lead, now you have to go back and be like, okay, well, God, give me the grace so that I can actually submit to someone who is a leader. Because if you are also like an alpha female and you have been independent for so long, now you may have to ask God, listen, I need your help with this, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sent me a man that knows how to lead. Now, help me to submit to this man. Um, so I think that's very important. But when it comes to expectations in marriage, honey, mm-hmm. what were some of the expectations that you had when you first got married since we did get married so young?
0: First of all, you're spitting gems. What? Yeah, you got to start to slow down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you be just like, like drum Not
1: drum that's a classic It is
0: <laughs> One band One sound There we go um, But when it comes to um, You said expectations Sorry I, I, yes. I just be You're fine I be a little everywhere. That's all right. When you said expectations mm-hmm. what, what, were my, what, what
1: were your expectations When you first got married If you can remember them I know it's yeah. a long time ago It's about seven years ago now
0: but. Hey we not that old too chill. <laughs> chill. Cause you know Nigeria and Try to come for us I can um, Well I think first man Like it's crazy that we got married at 24 and 23. Mm-hmm. Like looking back now, um, there's been some people that i mentored who are 24 and 23. So to think like, man, like to make a, a life decision like that at that age. Right. I was like, wow. When um, your
1: brain isn't even fully developed.
0: Yeah. Scientifically, <laughs> I think what they say, the man's brain doesn't develop until 25. 25. So I, I made a, a life a light decision, decision. With, a, with an undeveloped brain. So, um, but I, I, I still—that sounds crazy, right? <laughs> I still think it was a great decision. Yes, that's uh, what
1: happens when you allow God to lead you. Okay, because
0: well, you know, God. I think God led, but I think also, you know, I was—I I wanted to get married.
1: Yeah, and, um, that's true. That's true.
0: And you had this like this excitement. You had this zeal, and you, to our point, with these expectations. You, you know, you think like, oh, it's... You're getting married, so as a guy, listen, sex every night, you mm. know, that's that's the okay,
1: so expectation one.
0: You know,
1: <laughs> we know what you were expecting. <laughs> um,
0: and that's not the only thing, right? No, I'm just
1: kidding. Um, yeah.
0: Um, but it was, it was that's a real one. It's a real one. That's a real one. Um, I think also that you just will like understand that person because y'all were dating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, we dated, what, two and a half years? Right, so it's just like, oh yeah, like I already know them. Like,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, are like, oh, this is my longest relationship, two and a half years. Oh, I know him. Right, girl.
0: <laughs> Listen,
1: <laughs> you know how much more you're gonna have to learn. You're gonna be learning for a lifetime.
0: Okay? Yeah, I think when you stop learning, then that's when you're you're in trouble. Yeah, or your desire to stop learning that person, that's when you get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was a that was a thing too. Like, yeah, not understanding the weight of communication, mm. just thinking that oh, like you just. You just know them, um yeah, so I think those would be like two that I can think off off the top of my head, yeah, um,
1: I know for me, I think as a woman um I've always just I've always desired to be in a loving relationship, um, I've always desired to be married just because my parents um have been married for thirty two years. And I've seen their relationship, which was obviously not perfect because no relationship is perfect. But they have just shown me so much love and how I've just seen good, healthy love from the both of them. And so um, I think I've always just wanted to be married. Like, I'm like, oh, I love the idea of marriage. It's going to be amazing, wonderful. This is a person I get to spend, you know, a lifetime with and travel with and Mm. um, do all these things. And you just think about all the happy times. But I'm trying to think. How many times did I really think about the, um, not even the negative side, but just like the hardships that come with the marriage. And I don't think that I truly thought about that because I think that especially, um, like I think Instagram had just came out, um, when we were getting married and a lot of people just didn't show that transparent side of marriage. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You see the weddings, um, which people get very excited about, but nobody really shows you the behind the scenes of marriage. Mm-hmm. And so I think my expectations was just like, Oh, this is going to be great. I finally found a, a man of God. So this relationship, the
0: man, of God,
1: the man of God, I'm yeah. like, um, this relationship is going to be great. Like, We're We're not going to argue. We both love Jesus. We both love Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And um, although this is a great relationship, I didn't realize how many things that we were going to go through that would shake me to my core. I didn't realize how much marriage would teach me about myself. Yeah um, Because I think I went into the marriage Thinking like Oh like Girl you are a catch Okay You cute You love Jesus You know how to pray You like to cook You like to clean Like You're a catch What is There's nothing You really have to change mm. In marriage
0: it Wakes you up <laughs> Yeah Yeah
1: Marriage will show you, you got to think about it. You're going into a relationship with someone that you're going to see on a daily basis. You're going to see every side of them. So not just the sides that you saw in dating. Um, And we didn't really, we also did not stay with each other um, before we got married. Like we did a little while, but I moved back home, but we never really got to truly see how each other was when we were like to live with each other. So that's another thing. Um, you don't think about all the small things that you still have to get through yeah. and the fact that you are two different people. Like, yes, you love God. I love God. But we're still two different individuals. So we're not going to think the same about everything. He's not going to respond the same. Just because I know him and I love him doesn't mean that sometimes I feel like I would expect him to respond the same way that I would.
0: Slow down, woman to go.
1: And that just does not happen. And when he didn't respond the same way that I would, and I was like, Oh, well, something's wrong.
0: Yeah. Cause you like, that that was a big thing where there's a frustration because I think sometimes you think I was just supposed to like read your mind and vice versa. Yeah. That's you know? true. Mm-hmm. It's not just like on you. Yeah. But like, you know, when you first get married, people are always saying like, you know, you ask questions like, Hey, like what, what what's the secret, you know? And the most consistent um response that people have given and continue to give when yeah. we meet people like even when we travel we I see know. like an older couple in the in the um in the elevator be like yo what's the secret you know been married 50 years communication
1: communication
0: communication communication now like when you say communication like to talk to someone like is not enough like as far as communication you have to know like how they it's not enough let me say it like this it's not enough to say something like, you got to be able to, that person has to be able to hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like
1: healthy communication that is received.
0: Yeah, yeah. And well. like and to understand, it's there's a lot of nuance with it. Like, because I can hear you, mm-hmm. but I can also hear you through my own filter. I can mm-hmm. hear you through my own trauma. Yeah. I can hear you. Like, you know, um, we can kind of share on this. Like, I know a lot of times when we first got married, I heard through like a filter of like being on guard yeah.
1: and being
0: defensive. Uh-huh. So like when you would like try to say something, because if y'all if you know Bria, her family is like super passionate. When they get excited about something, they be talking mad loud. Like, all right, y'all, like, especially like her, her dad gonna watch, He's gonna laugh. But it's like, my dad. Dad, when he, when he when he gets excited, he just be like, <laughs> he
1: just be real excited, real passionate, like
0: real passionate. <laughs> and like she she would do that too but i would take that as like oh you're like coming, coming for you. you're you coming at me i'm like yo like calm down, you know calm down um but when you have the wrong filter mm-hmm. whatever your filter is that's what's going to be what you could you could be getting like True, genuine love, true, genuine help, true, yep. like, I'm trying to, like, my intent, and that's something I think we should talk about, too, in this conversation, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but my Intention. intent is mm-hmm. to help you. I'm not, I'm not trying to come for you. Mm-hmm. Um We're on the same team, and that's something that I think we had a, that'd be, if I added, like, some more of expectations, it was, like, an unsaid expectation, like, that I had to, like, prove myself as a husband, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. in, in, um, in the marriage, so like there was a lot of competition in our in our in um,
1: beginning stages, yeah, in our beginning right. stages.
0: But just like yeah, like communication, understanding, like how how what's the best way to communicate with your spouse? Mm-hmm. I would even add, and we can we can just flow how we're flowing. But I would even add another um, unrealistic expectation Uh, for me. Like I saw marriage at first is just like, all right, you date, get engaged, get married. That's it. You did it. Now that sounds. <laughs> now what else happens? That sounds crazy, that? right? But it's just like, in the context of church, people make it seem like marriage is the end all, be all. Mm-hmm. So that like once you get married, it's just like, all right, we're just, we're good now. Like there's mm-hmm. there's, like you you've you've arrived when in actuality it's actually a new just beginning. beginning. Mm-hmm. It's an ending to yourself and a new beginning to to you together with your, your wife, with your husband, but then also um, individually who Austin is as a married man. Yeah. So, like, when it comes to, you know, before, I just go about just doing what I need to do. You know, schedule. This is my schedule, boom, boom, boom. Like, i I'll be at the house. Okay, cool, like, whatever. Yeah. Got married is like, oh, are you going out again? Oh, yeah, what you mean? Oh, okay. You okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, not knowing, like, that mm-hmm, meant, like, Negro, you need to be home. Like, <laughs> are we good? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're good. And like, good doesn't mean, like, we're good. Good means, like, that's a code word. Like, again, communication, like, understanding, like, yeah. hey, we need to talk. But also not being passive in the communication when you yeah. need to talk. You know what I'm and saying? And I was
1: going to say, and that's something on me, because a lot of times in the beginning I would just be like, yeah, sure. Are you okay? I'm okay. Lying when and I think that's important because when it comes to communication you can't be afraid to have conversations that are uncomfortable because in the uncomfortable conversations you'll be able to grow yeah and that's another thing I think sometimes even when you your expectation oh I'm always going to be like the apple of his eye he's not going to see anybody else but me because we married now and I think sometimes you forget that your spouse is still human Mm -hmm. like he's still a human being he's still a man at the end of the day like he's still going to find people attractive that's hard. You're not the only person that he sees every single day. I'm like, that's hard. Um, so yeah, I think that's another unrealistic expectation that you are going to have to cover your husband. You're going to have to pray with them. There are going to be certain things that, um, you're going to have to talk about, like, That may be uncomfortable, and that is okay if you can get through those uncomfortable conversations, if you can learn more about each other, if you can figure out ways to cover your husband and fight for him spiritually (laughs) and vice versa and not be like, ooh, you know, just – being so selfish in the mindset but have a have a mindset that listen i'm fight we're fighting and we're in this together this is not just me versus you this is one this is literally one yeah so if you succeed we're succeeding together yeah um if you're suffering or if you're battling with something spiritually then I'm going to help you. I'm not going to blame you or I'm not going to, you know, label you from what you've done. I'm going to fight with you. And that has been something that um, at the beginning stages of marriage has been hard because I'm like, you you struggle with lust. You struggle with pornography. Like, how could you do this to me? Like, I've been doing this. I've been doing that instead of being like, and then God had to check me and be like, no, y'all are struggling with pornography. Y'all are struggling with lust. If this is something that your husband is struggling with, you need to pray for him so that y'all can break this together. It is no longer, oh, this is something that your husband is dealing with. No, y'all are dealing with this this together because you're married now. This is a covenant together. So whatever he's struggling with, so are you. And that's something that you're going to have to learn to fight together. I put you two together because you are stronger together. You can fight better together. If you get out the mindset that, you know, it's just it's you versus you yeah your marriage your marriage will not last mm. but when you learn how to fight together when you start seeing this thing as listen this is the option mm. this is we're going to do this thing like there is no other option then your marriage is going to be so much healthier because instead of fighting you're going to learn how to resolve every situation together mm-hmm. um so yeah that that's really been something that has truly changed my mindset about how to approach any type of argument, any type of disagreement, any type of thing that I realize, like, even if you're struggling, there's been times where, you know, maybe you've lost a job and you've been struggling mentally with that. Just how to approach that um, Mm. from a loving and a graceful way, because a woman, you are naturally a nurturer and it is great to be able to lean into the natural given role that God has given you, um, as a woman and not feel like you have to attack someone or call them out their name or, you know, just learning how to fight together and having that mentality that we are both in this together um, yeah. through everything.
0: Yeah. No, I, I love, I love where we are right now when it comes to talk, talking about like fighting together, because again, like I just remember, man, we used to just get in some dumb arguments because <laughs> it'd just be like, I remember we tried to be, you know, like, um, when we first had our, like, our YouTube channel mm-hmm. and, you know, you try to be like a Christian couple on YouTube, one, but, like we were, we were too young, like, um, some people are like, y'all, y'all probably still too young, whatever. But anyways, like we just got married. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes like, in, I don't know, in church culture, just Christian social culture, whatever I'm trying to say, like we just make things weird, but mm-hmm. I remember when we used to try to like study the Bible together Mm -hmm. and um, you know, we try to be cute with it. And uh, you know, we sit at the table or we didn't have no table. (laughs) We sat at the couch. (laughs) Um, But we would like, you know, so what'd you get? And you like share, you know, what you got? Mm -hmm. And then like, she'd be like, well, what'd you get? And it wasn't even about like, what did God speak to you? It's like, let me see how much more i know than you so that way like i feel better about myself and that sounds Which like just
1: crazy sounds
0: cringe now saying it in, <laughs> in, a, in a microphone but, but that's real but it's real because the thing that i wanted to bring up when it comes to like why i think people fight against each other versus with each other um i think a part of that is you know unrealistic expectation or just like just just talking in general like, before you get married, who you are individually, like, when you don't deal with that, that mm-hmm. comes into the marriage as well. Yeah. So I know you said, like, um, you know, well, when it's your thing, it's, like, our thing now. Cool. Mm-hmm. I love that, right? And yeah. I still believe that, like, there's some things individually that you have to say, hey, I got to take accountability. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't be selfish. Hey, I, I can't. that That abandonment that I dealt with, like, when i was single or dealing with rejection mm-hmm. or dealing with whatever whatever your thing is like mm-hmm. if you don't deal with that what marriage does is it 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 highlights those blind spots mm-hmm. that you say oh, i i'll just i'll just subdue I, I won't worry about it and that person your your spouse your wife your husband um they will they will highlight that
1: yeah you they're going to see it they're going
0: to see it and 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 you have no choice if you don't deal with it it will deal with you both Mm-hmm. it would deal with you both. And, um, so you know, I think that's that's a thing where it's just like, for me, let me make it practical, like, when it comes to competition. Mm-hmm. Listen, Bria will tell you, I'm one of the most comp- competitive people that you'll meet. I don't want to play Uno yeah. just for fun. If you're going to sit at the table and play Uno with me, then and, and we just having fun, just go, go, go somewhere else. Because I'm playing to win. When we went bowling, <laughs> and it, we used to go to – let me just – can we take it back real quick? When sure. we, when we When we first started dating, we lived in uh, Rock Hill. It's a place called Rock Hill, South Carolina. Shout out to Rock Hill. We went to this place called Strikers, and they used to have quarter mania on Thursdays. Um, now, we went for the deal, but we also probably went because, you know, we didn't have no money. But anyways, X. what you do is they pay like a, a $5 cover charge, and then the rest of your games was like a quarter. Great deal. But anyways, when we went bowling, I'm not I'm not trying to be cute. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. Oh, good job! No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to win. It's a game. No, it's a a, game. And a game has rules. Why? So that at the end of the game, there's a winner and there's a loser. And I'm not trying to lose. (sighs) Now, here's the thing. I mean, we're we're joking, but I'm being for real too. (laughs) But when it comes to competition, Mm -hmm. you know, when competition is the rhythm for your life, and you you compete in everything, you bring that individual heart that rhythm into your marriage as well. And like with marriage, what I've seen it is it's like almost like two trains that are now going, they were going into a direction individually. And now you say, Hey, we're going to get off our separate tracks and mm-hmm. we're going to join the track together. So collision is, is like, it's, it's a part of the of the package of marriage, like collision, not being a, necessarily a bad thing, but yeah. the two becoming one, that's a collision yeah. So now, like, how you used to do things versus how I do things, it doesn't mean that your way was right or mm-hmm. wrong or my way was wrong. It just means that that was our way of doing things. Yeah. So instead of seeing it like that, I'm seeing it as like, oh no, you trying you trying to up 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 me, you know? Like so, and it's it's wild because at the end of the day, <coughs> excuse me, like understanding intention. Yeah. Like how childish would it be to be like every time I'm trying to I'm trying to comfort my wife. Why'd y'all get married? Yeah. You know?
1: No, that's true. And I think (coughs) another thing I've had to learn is that, like, when it comes to stuff like that is, I've told you this before, too. You don't have to prove anything to me. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I've already chose you.
0: Oh, my like glory to God
1: period like that's it um so the fact that you would feel it used to offend me the fact that you felt like you still had to prove yourself to me because Mm -hmm. when I took those vows like I took them very seriously like this is us together the only thing it's not like you're having to prove anything to me it's just that we have to learn how to work together we have to learn how to do this together um So I just always, and this is why I said the other day when it came to some of our goals for 2024, I said, before any type of discussion, not argument, but any type of, you know, disagreement or whatever, I want us to set our intentions before we have a discussion. Mm -hmm. Because the other day, um, we had gotten into something, heated fellowship. Shout out to Mom (laughs) B. And... In the middle of you telling me how you felt, because you came downstairs and you said that you had prayed to God, <coughs> or you were studying, and um, was that—I don't know what how you felt about the disagreement that we had, but I feel like you felt some type of way about it. So, you oh, I was going to drag in. it out. Yeah. Okay.
0: I was ready to be petty Paul that day. <laughs>
1: ready. So instead of sitting in your flesh, you actually went to God and kind of sought His counsel on it.
0: Keep going, but I just want people to realize this—this this wasn't like. Three years ago. This is, oh, like this is like a week ago. Yeah, this is recent.
1: Um, So you saw God on it. And instead of being petty about it, you came downstairs and you confronted me about it. Mm-hmm. But I like the way that you approached me because you just started telling me how you felt. Yeah. You're like, listen, I don't like how this went down. Um, This really hurt my feelings. And I was going to stay petty about it. But God really did convict me on it. And you were right. And, you know, I hate that term. You are right. Because I'm like, well, this is not. We're not competing against each other. I don't want to be right. I'm just trying to figure out how to solve this situation. But I remember in the middle of you telling me how you felt, you said, you know, I, you know I love you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was so heated when he was talking because I was like, this is, I felt like this is, this is not true. Like, you know, why do you f- keep feeling that way? Like, I've never tried to make you feel that way. But when you told me, but I love you, something broke in me immediately because I'm like, it doesn't matter how I felt in that moment, his intention was out of love. It's like, this is how I felt. But at the end of the day, I love you. And I'm like, when you set your intentions before any type of situation, you realize that the argument is not to attack each other. It's because at the end of the day, at the core of this conversation, I love you. And I want to figure this thing out. So let's. So I said, you know what? For twenty twenty four, we're gonna set the um, we're gonna set the intentions of our conversations first, so that whatever guard may have been built up, whatever the enemy is trying to do, is already gonna be canceled because now everything that we're speaking is out of the intention of love, mm-hmm. and we are making that known to each other. Um, so yeah.
0: No, I think that's good because I think a lot of times people experience disappointment mm-hmm. in life or also in relationships because of unsaid expectations or just like not knowing the intention. Yeah. You know, so like when when I had a when I had a personal expectation or or something that I thought that you were supposed to meet, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. you don't meet that, then yeah, mm. you know, um Sorry. Uh, no, you good. <laughs> but um what was I saying? Oh, when, that, when the expectation is not met, then of course disappointment comes with that, right? Right. Um,
1: And I think another thing is, because yeah. I know we're going longer yeah. than normal, we but yeah. um, mm-hmm. when it comes to expectations, it's not always bad to have expectations. I, I do believe that people should have a standard when it comes to, especially the, when it comes to the person that you are going to marry.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I was going to ask you about that.
1: Yeah, you should have things that you're going to expect. I think when you... When you go into a relationship um, and it starts to go into unrealistic expectations, I think you have to ask yourself, is this something that I'm already, is this something that I am providing? If you're expecting something out of a relationship that you cannot even fulfill.
0: 800 credit score. <laughs> Six figures.
1: Maybe that, maybe that's not something that you should expect from someone but I think out of everything, when it comes to marriage, your expectation should be at the core values of who somebody is, mm. because those are the things that are really going to allow your relationship and your marriage to last and be healthy. So coming into marriage, my expectation was that awesome was going to respect me. Right. And he, he has. Um, so I think a respect is a really good one. Um, I think, Oh, somebody who does not give up when me and awesome were married. I had this unhealthy habit of leaving anytime um, something got rough, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that was
0: new because I was like, I, ain't, I I never seen that. Yeah, So I'm just like, that's I'm like, what you, where, where you going? Yeah, you're like, where are you going? I'm like, listen, get <laughs> back in this house.
1: I'm going. Looking, listen, I could do bad by myself. I, I will leave. Here's the this funny house. thing
0: about you leaving. Like, where are you going? Because you don't be driving nowhere. I drive. I drive everywhere. Uh, he, he
1: really tried to come for me so. <laughs>
0: Because she's going to have to look at the GPS to see where she's going to (laughs) drive.
1: Listen, I used to be like walking around the parking lot. You know, when you say you're going
0: somewhere, but you ain't really going nowhere. You just. It's like when you you, were little, talking about, I'm about about to move. I'm
1: I'm, I'm running away from home. I'm
0: going to pack my suitcase.
1: Where are you going? You don't have enough stacks to make it down the street. Where are you going?
0: You can't Um, can't remember. (laughs) Shut
1: up. (laughs) But that was a real thing. But when we were dating, Austin used to be like, "You're not going anywhere. Like, you know, we're, we're this is this is it. Like, we're gonna work this thing out." But Listen. I love that mm-hmm. because in my mind, I was just like, all my other relationships, guys were just so quick to like, just, all right, you you gonna leave? That's cool. They call me the next day, you know. But it was you. It was just like no, like where are you going?
0: And that's why I'm on the couch.
1: We're gonna figure this thing out, and so my Not expectation them. was in marriage. I don't want someone who is gonna allow me to, or who who's just gonna give up yeah. easily. Like I want somebody who is in the long haul.
0: But but and I, and I don't mind this this episode going a little longer because I think we're at a, a it's a good sweet spot right now because like that characteristic is important. Yeah. Because in marriage, like you have this again. We're talking about unrealistic expectations you know life is just going to be good It's like you, you're always going to have to listen
1: mm-hmm. life be life life
0: be life and we have had job loss we have had sick children we have had um the unexpected happen just covid yeah covid you know what i'm saying we we yes. we've, we've gone through a lot
1: or even when we met each other mm-hmm. the like the careers that we had, like i never thought you were going to be a pastor when i met e- when i met you me either <laughs> <laughs> But, so but. you got to think about it. You can't just be, I remember our pastor's wife told us, our old pastor's wife told us this. she was like, um, you can't just be called to who a person is right now. You have to be called to who a person is going to be. Yeah. And that's real. Yeah. But your expectations also just can't be focused on the now. Because yes. if it's a lifetime thing, yeah, things are going to change. This person is going to change. You're going to have to learn how to adapt to this person. Mm-hmm. So if your expectations are based off of where somebody is currently, you may not want to get married. Yeah, Things may change. He may be a millionaire right now. Tomorrow, he could lose it all. Are you still going to be willing to stay with someone? Oh, Jesus. Like. Tomorrow? Hopefully. <laughs> listen, it happens. It can happen.
0: Nah, and, and that's that's why I was saying, like, with the, like, being someone who, like, doesn't quit. Yeah. You know, I'm like. Yep. And again, like, that's a different conversation. I think some things people do need to quit. But in the right context, in this context. Yeah. Um how you do some things is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's, that's important. I think for me, just a realistic expectation, uh, someone that I could grow with Mm -hmm. uh, someone that I could, and I've been consistent in saying this. I always wanted to marry someone who met me at my beginning, like Mm -hmm. who, who loved Austin for Austin. Like don't love me when I'm making money Mm -hmm. and, and everything is going well. Right. And like, you know, oh, ooh, hey, how are you? Mm-mm. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to love me, like, when I didn't know, when I was frustrated in my career, when I I, I, I wasn't making money, yeah. you know, when I wasn't always confident in who I was and my voice. Mm-hmm. Like, love, love me in that place.
1: You Be- know how I know that God needs to deliver me from music? Because the first song that I thought about when you said that was Mike Jones. Back then, they don't want me. <laughs> now, Mike, they don't want me.
0: You're a child But I love you
1: Because that's real Listen That's
0: not a bad song
1: Oh I love the song Listen ma- It's playing in my head Back then They didn't want me
0: You're so horrible
1: I'm real That's a real song Because back then They didn't want me <laughs> They
0: didn't want me Nobody wanted me You just picked me up On the side of the road
1: No I'm not talking about you but I'm talking about Then who like, you talking about No Mike Jones
0: <laughs> Who's Mike That's right. I know I know who Mike Jones is.
1: Y'all, every time I laugh, I cry. Like if it's a good laugh, I will cry. I will cry all the makeup off of my
0: face. face So let me just stop. Yeah, face about to be looking like (laughs) like a mudslide. And it's
1: getting late. Like a
0: mudslide.
1: When it gets late, I just get very silly. So but But this is real. We're on my couch.
0: (laughs) Anyways, the point was I wanted you my expectations was You
1: didn't want to be a Mike Jones.
0: (laughs) I did not want to be a Mike Jones. (laughs) I wanted somebody who could, I get it. Who could grow with me mm-hmm. through it all. Yeah. Through it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I get it.
0: But Ooh. you know, one thing I am thankful for about our relationship, that we both balance each other out. Yes. Because I grew up in church. You didn't grow up in church. hmm Sometimes Brie is very serious. I'm the goofy one. Sometimes I'm I'm more serious. She's she's the goofy one. Um no, Sometimes, man, you just need someone like who you can laugh with.
1: Mm-hmm. Who, who you can stop laughing at me. I'm trying to <laughs> evaporate my tears. <laughs> I'm not crying, y'all. <laughs> I'm just happy.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I think, I think,
1: where are we? This is what happens when we just start talking. Well, no, um, we're,
0: we're this is good. <laughs> we've, we've talked about again why it's important to have expectations. Okay. Um, we, talk, we talked about when those expectations become unrealistic. Right. Um, and, you know, is there anything that you think that we need to touch on more when it comes to this conversation? Um, I mean, there's a lot that you can talk about in this conversation, but yeah. I don't think this is a one time conversation. Yeah,
1: me too. No, I think we I think we covered. Um what, some good things.
0: Well, let me ask you this question before we before we land a plane.
1: And we can make it engaging for the audience. Yeah. We don't know what our audience's expectations was. Yeah, drop So let us know what your expectations are when it comes to marriage, if you are not married and you desire to be married. Um, and if you are married, what were some of your expectations before you got married?
0: Yeah, drop, um, drop those on the, in yeah, the comment section. Some of your
1: unrealistic expectations that you're like, mm, I thought this was going to happen, but didn't really happen. But God is good anyway.
0: I want, I want to ask a question, and maybe this is how we can land a plane. You are sitting with 23-year-old Bria. Oh, my God. She's about to get is married. This is
1: going to be very deep.
0: Don't interrupt my question. Okay, I'm sorry. You're sitting with 23-year-old Bria. She's okay. about to get married. Uh-huh. What is, what is a word of wisdom that you want to give to her um, when it comes to the things that you know now? I know uh-huh. we did a whole we Well, we just did a whole episode. Yes, but yeah. i was talking specifically.
1: I'm just keep it short and sweet. Right. Uh-huh. Cause I think sometimes we overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. If I was 23, you can't overcomplicate things for me anyways. Cause remember my brain is not yet fully developed. Um, so I think my biggest thing was just to, um, make room for grace in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to give your husband grace and you're going to also have to learn how to receive grace for yourself. Um, so yeah,
0: that's good. That's
1: good Make room for grace.
0: you are not gonna ask me?
1: Oh yes what, what 23 year old 24 year old Austin On a plane What would you say to him?
0: You have nothing to prove
1: mm, That's good <coughs> Excuse me That's good You have nothing to that's prove good. You can drop the mic right there You have nothing to prove Not even in marriage In life You have nothing <coughs> to prove That's yeah.
0: good I mean Because when You live that I'm gonna start preaching So never mind Yep
1: you have nothing to prove. Yeah, nothing to
0: prove. And I can't stop coughing, so.
1: Yeah. <coughs> well, we thank you guys so much for <laughs> tuning in to the Growing in Love podcast. We are so happy that you decided to join us. And if you have made it this far, then you are a true Yes. What what should we call the people who watch us?
0: <coughs> no, yeah. We have to we have to think through that. Yeah, okay. It can't right. be anything corny. Right. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Please share this episode with someone. Like, comment, share.
1: Subscribe on YouTube.
0: Tweet, subscribe. All the things. All the things.
1: Wow. We're going to bed. (laughs) Love
0: y'all.